It's time for the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, powered by Mercury Marine. To me, there's nothing better than to spend all of my time out on the water. With waterman Eric Brandon. Because that's where I get my kicks out on the water. And extreme angler Joe Hector. Hey, it's my residence. Call your resident fishing experts, Eric and Joe, at 866-801-0940 and get hooked up. You know where we'd be spending our weekend. Brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. Need a truck? Call Gus Machado Ford. Need fishing tips and tricks? Out on the water. Call the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Yeah, baby, come on. You can stop me up. Good morning to you. Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show is cranking up here on a Saturday morning. Me and my good friend Joe Hector. How is it going? Going well, my brother. Welcome back to the hot seat. We're back. We got a hot show today, buddy boy. Yeah, I'm excited. Smoking. We got some good things going on there. Stephen J. Gray, good morning, brother. Good morning. Yeah, I, I have to say, probably one of the hottest shows I, I've seen here in a while. And it's not definitely <laughs> YouTube that will be making it hot. Not oh, man. Names, but. It's hot as in the hot entertainment. And a, ah. We have a hot guest. Uh, okay, here's what's happening. Okay. Ah, that's where we're getting at. We have blown this up on Facebook all this week. We have. Uh, right. A great girl, Chase, uh, Chelsea Hagen, coming up at 6.30 with Danny Ramos. They fished together this week. Okay. She's got about 8.7 billion followers on Instagram. More than me? More, Just more than you, Joe, oh, apparently. Oh, man. Okay. Come on. And she looks better to, in a you know, suit better than you do, dude. Damn. She's rocking the body. All right. All right. But she's got serious the, cred. Yes. I was testing with her until 10.30 last night to make sure we can do this. Uh-huh. She'll be uh, Skyping on the show this morning. Really? Okay. Yeah. Skype her in. So. Awesome. That'll be fun. You've got a special guest coming up. Yes, yes. We have uh, Brandon Nodell, and he's an angler that uh, he's fished my events for years now. And he, uh, in my mind, has started kind of a new fad, and that's uh, kayak anglers going offshore tile fishing. No. Not just tile fishing. Wait. Golden tile fishing (laughs) off the kayak. So he's going to call in and talk about that and what he uses and how he does it. And, I mean, he's caught some solid monsters out there. I mean, nice tile fish. I'm dying to hear that story, man. How On the yak. I'm dying to hear that story. Multiple times. I'm dying to hear that story multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> so we're ready. So also, uh, some big news from Mercury, by the way, this week. Put out this news. Check this out, dude. Mercury Marine's got a brand new V12 600 horsepower oh, outboard. God. Yeah. Put that on, on the back of your, your damn pontoon boat. <laughs> man. You're going literally Star Trek speed, dude. Yeah. Hey, hey, Warp drive. Way, Warp guys, drive. Eric, <laughs> hey, Joe, Eric called me this week. Hey, you want to put another motor on your on your pontoon? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> he was trying to kill me, bro. Roger Moore, the CEO of the Nautical Ventures, has suggested maybe you should have some additional power. It was just a, a friendly suggestion, brother. He's out of his I, mind, too. Whatever. I, I, you guys want me to have a racing pontoon boat here? I, I have to say, it is always cool to try new things. So yeah. maybe... We try it out. I don't know. Why we not, we, maybe on we your throw kayak, a couple on Joe, there. On your kayak, okay? My kayak would literally just go like this. You <laughs> know, <laughs> it'd be over. By the way, I love my uh, Mercury outboard that I got uh, from Nautical Ventures. Yes, you do. The best, the best. It is the best of the best. Speaking of which, our first guest, of course, is always our first guy in line on the show, Captain Jimbo Thomas on a very unspeedy Thomas Flyer. Maybe I should throw a couple of 600s on the back of his boat. I don't know. Yeah, still out there. Yeah. <laughs> Jimbo Thomas, brother, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Yeah, uh, a 600 
extra 600 or maybe even 1,200 horsepower would get us moving, that's for sure. But, <laughs> we uh, can do it, man. We can I don't know. you. Yeah, I don't know. It'd probably sink the back of the boat. <laughs> we're, we're, we're good with what we got, so we'll stick with it. You know, speed kills. We don't want to go too fast. Go right past the fish. That's what happens when you go too fast. That is for sure, my friend. So, uh, and I think I've been going too fast this week because it seems like I've been going right past them. Because it's still been a, this past week, just like the previous few weeks, the fishing's been very tough for us. Not just for us, for pretty much everybody. Right. With that being said, though, there's been a few good catches, though. Uh, there's Yesterday, there was a nice wahoo caught off Miami that I saw, not aboard the Thomas Flyer, unfortunately. Okay. And then there's uh, been some sailfish caught. You know, when, when it's slow fishing, you get 10 boats go out, and maybe two of the fish, uh, two of the boats do well, and then the other eight kind of struggle. But when the fishing's good, you get 10 boats go out, and maybe eight of those boats do good, and two of them struggle. Well, it's, it's been on the slow side. And there's been a couple boats throughout the week that, you know, somebody's always going to do better than the next guy mm-hmm. uh, with some decent sailfish catches and some big kingfish. Yeah. But in general, it's been very slow. It's been tough to get a bite for a lot of the guys. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the afternoon bite has been a little bit better than the morning bite. And then also, if you get down south of Fowey Light, it seems like it's been better down that way more so than anywhere else, but on uh, was today on Thursday, one of the the charter boats out of our dock, the billing office, mm-hmm. he caught uh, three out of five sails fishing right out in front of government cut, mm-hmm. and then other guys sitting right next to him never saw a sail. Okay, so you know that's the way it's been. But you know the weather was <clears throat> very nice all week, and um, it looks like there's some wind today. I just checked Fowey Light; it was like 20 knots. Yeah, and I yeah. guess there's some there's some rain out there, and I'm assuming there's a squall going by, but uh, that it's not calling for that. Now with this calm weather that we've had, the swordfish bite has still been red hot. So anybody, pretty much everybody that's gone out and made a drop for a swordfish has had bites, if not caught fish, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, quite a few nice size ones that I've seen uh, on Instagram and Facebook pictures of. Now, I haven't been out there dropping for them. The, the deepest I've dropped in the last week was out in about 600 feet for some tile fish, like you guys were just talking about the kayak guys, tile fishing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've been on the Thomas Flyer kayak catching some of those. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's, I'll tell you what. It's been, it's been like you said, spotty. It's, it's been spotty, but I feel like it's also been kind of solid, too. I mean, you'll have – you know, you're consi- I wouldn't say massively consistent, but pretty consistent sailfish catches that I've heard recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're going to have your day, like he was just talking about, where the morning nobody catches anything, and then in the afternoon that same day they're, right, right. they're tearing it up. So, Well, also hot, Joe, is still the swordfish bite. That's, that's been unbelievable. Yeah. I, I've never seen a year like this since living here in South Florida the last 15 years. Jim, I've never you, seen it. you agree swordfish has still been a hot fish? Yeah, he was just saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they have been biting like crazy. Uh, now, one of the things, it's been calm. We've been on a streak of really nice weather for, what, two or even going on three weeks, yeah. you know, with it being calm for the most part. Right. So it's enabled anybody that wants to get out there and do it 
the chance to do it. You know, if it's rough, it makes it tough to, to get out there and hold bottom and whatnot. So, so the conditions have just been really good for sword fishing. And therefore, a lot of boats have been getting out there, and pretty much everybody's been catching them. And, and again, yeah. nice sized fish for the most part. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, Monsters. let's hope that continues. Uh, game plan today, Jimbo, for the guys who are early birds and heading offshore, man. Give them a game plan to fish today. What's their best bet going to be? Well, you know, if you got some, if you got some swordfish tackle, that's that's a great option. And, of course, if you're heading out there, keep an eye out for anything floating because there's still always a chance of finding some mahis if you find a, something floating or even some bird action out there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, get some live bait and fish the edge of the Gulf Stream. Uh, the, the fish that have been caught have been anywhere from about 80 to, say, 180 feet of water, uh, the, the sails and the kings. And there's been a few bonitas mixed in. Okay. And it's definitely worth putting a deep line down because there's still some mutton snappers around. We've been getting a few kingfish bites on that deep line, and you never know when you might get a cobia down there. So there's a, always the rare cobia or the occasional cobia. And that wahoo that was caught by one of the local guys was caught on a mid-depth line yesterday out in a, uh, a color change he mentioned in about 160 feet of water. Wow, so, okay. you know, there was at least one wahoo around that I heard of this past week, so I'm sure he's got some buddies out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Jimbo, my brother, hey, man, have a great day fishing as always. Thanks for being first in line every single weekend. You are the anchor of that first legendary spot that uh, Bouncer vacated. So uh, you have some big shoes to fill. Big shoes some, to fill here. Got, That's you it. Some, you got some big damn feet, too, because you're doing great. Yeah, thanks, Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got it, guys. Good luck, everybody. Thank you, All Jimbo, right, very ya. much. All right, so Jimbo's uh, doing some spotty fishing. He, you know, Our captains always tell the truth. If it's not sure. great, it ain't great. Yeah. If it's no, smoking it's... hot, it's smoking hot. Right. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. They, they don't BS like I do. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know what it is? To me, what I really like about what's been happening yeah. is really the, the deep dropping, the sword fishing, the, the tile fishing. Yeah. It's so different and new. You yeah, know, and yeah, fresh. Yeah. So I, I kind of like what's been going on recently. Different, I mean, new and fresh. So different. I mean, those those fish. I mean, look at the fish that um, that uh, Captain Ramos got in. You know, um, we're not going to sell it out. Don't, don't tell it yet. I, yeah. But I don't even know what it is. So it's, it's very random, by the way. Yeah. 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 So I yeah. can't wait to hear that. That's another <laughs> cool, deep dropping type fish that I want to hear about. We'll so. talk about it, man. Like Let's take it. our first break of the morning, pay a few bills. Uh, Pat Utter, by the way, coming up this morning at uh, 7.50 or so with his uh, recipe. Right. There's going to be hot stuff on the grill. Take a little break, everybody, on Facebook and 940 Wins. Thanks for tuning in right here. 940 Wins, Miami Sports. It's time for the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. I know everybody says money can't buy happiness. It can buy me a boat. Powered by Mercury Marine. It can buy me a truck to pull. Brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. And the fishing buddies everybody needs. Eric Brandon and Joe Hector. You're hooked into the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Oh, I can like the Egyptian, right? My haircut looks like a pyramid. <laughs> I got this new do, man. It's kind of like shaped like a pyramid. It's kind of like a, got a pointy head to it. I don't know what it really is. So is it hard? Like, can I touch it? 
Dude, I got more hair schlock. Let me let me touch. Oh, this touch the wrong, you know, this be, the wrong show, guys. Is this hair real? Wow, it is show? hard. It'll break a nail, dude. Oh my gosh! <laughs> By the way, you guys hear the r- noise in the background? That is real rain. Yeah, yeah we got a little yeah. hurricane going yeah, on here. I yeah. like it. It's a little little uh, sporty. Sporty. Yeah, sporty. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anyway, it's uh, freshwater action time, man. This man battles all the elements, doesn't care what it's like, Joe. He'll go out there and catch bass no matter what. I like it. He's a hard-ass bass man. I like that. Big Alan Zaremba, my brother, good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, what, what kind of show are we doing now? I don't know anymore. <laughs> it's a fashion show. <laughs> Stop. Did, did I dial a wrong number? What's, what's going on? I'm talking about my hair this morning. Eric uh, exactly. has a new do. Exactly. <laughs> Listen to me, beard man. What the hell is the mastrish? Okay. Hey, my beard is neatly trimmed this morning. Just so I let you know that. Yeah, right. Okay. I got a, I got a third arm. Anyway, you catching bass or what's going on this week, man? Actually, actually, the bass bite improved out in the Everglades this week as okay. as water levels are starting to finally drop some. Uh, so uh, I had a good bite out there. They were hitting uh, the jerk baits, some top water plugs. Uh, some soft plastics right. uh, were working as well. And, and uh, the peacocks were biting okay more in the afternoon out in the glades, uh, though I did get on the peacocks really good in Boca uh, yesterday under the bridges. So, you know, different areas are creating different situations. Okay. So adapt as you go, pretty I much. Like it. Right? Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's life in general, I think, actually. Yeah, I think so, too, these days we're living in, yeah. So, again, uh, in my lake, uh, Catherine, Joe, and uh, Alan, I-, I haven't seen Peacock around for, like, weeks and weeks out. They went somewhere else. The weather got cold. Yeah. They just disappeared. I don't went know where deep. the hell they went. Yeah, they went deep somewhere, Yeah, man. probably went deep. And uh, I-, I actually went out. My dad was here for a little bit. Yeah. And um, I wanted him to catch, you know, some peacocks. We ended up getting a nice, fat, large mouth. I saw that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah but um, we, we didn't do well. And, you know, we had all those, those little cold fronts. So, sure. But now it's hot, yeah. and they're starting to come back. And uh-huh. uh, I noticed them in a pond by my house. Okay. Uh, they, Like you said, they disappeared, too. And yeah. you just weren't even getting a bite. And now, finally, you know, they love that just that hot. 85, 87-degree yeah. weather in a, sure. in a small body of water there just sitting on top. So they're back. Alan, where do these fish go, man, when it gets, like, like chilly on my leg? They take off to somewhere deep, some remote part to well, warm up or what? Well, diff- it's a little different in the lakes than it is in the canal systems. Okay. Uh, you know, I mean, of course, some of the canals lead into lakes, but uh, I find if you have canals off the lakes, a lot of times they find their way back into those areas. Right. Those areas will stay warmer. Uh, you know, as far as that goes, so it, and it's structure, it's still structure. So if you got a rock ledge out there somewhere, mm-hmm. they're probably sitting down off the rock, le- you know, that rock ledge. And uh, if you've got bridges that are joining canals to the canal or to the lakes, uh, that can work pretty well too. And that's that's where I found them yesterday. And and funny enough, we uh, actually got a, a, a six and a half pound snakehead nice. uh, off one of the bridge pilings as well. So you know that was uh, kind of a, a surprise. Mm-hmm. And we weren't really looking for him yesterday, but uh, it was a nice big snakehead. And, and uh, that bite should also start improving. Though I don't want to bust anybody's bubble. They are calling for it to cool down again uh, yeah. by the end of this coming week. So that, that good little thing that's going on could slow down again a little bit. But that's that's this typical of this time of the year. Mm-hmm. You just have to adapt. And, and, and if all else fails, dynamite. <laughs> have, uh, ha- have you heard about the uh, what's going on with the uh, Arapaima? No. Did you see that? Uh, and I love the media. I love the media. Uh, and uh, sometimes they harp on things. They found one arapaima with no right. head on it. 
Right. Okay. Uh, it was probably somebody's pet at one time. And that, that's just my thinking on it. And, and uh, they, they let it go probably at one stage. And, and you know, they need more to multiply. Sure. Uh, I don't think it's a, a, a real situation of that nature, though the media is probably going to play it up. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be the next death killer to all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. So I will the end say. The Times you know, is here. The attack I, of the, of the in, in Brazil, they call him Pierre Coup. Okay, so they, they give him a different name. But they're going to be the end of all times. Jeez. <laughs> See, now I look at it in a in a different light. Yeah. You know, I mean, if there is a small population, I want to. You want to be involved. I want to catch You want to catch one, right? Man. Yeah. I want to get out there with my little ultralight and yeah. look into one of those there guys. There you go, you man. Know? Like, so, I've caught, a clown, I've caught a clown knife. It's still on my list of what? things. I've not caught one You have one a not caught a clown knife fish? man. No, dude. Oh, it's on my man. list. I'm working on it. we got to do that. Let's go. Yeah. They're in your old stomping grounds over there in Miami Lakes. Yeah. Fine, Al. I'll go find them when I haven't got a nine-hour day. Okay, dude. <laughs> you well, you know, look, you got to get your priorities in order. It's fishing first, women second, <laughs> and, and and then other you know work other afterwards. <laughs> Anything else? What else do right. you need from me? Whatever. Are you fishing today? Are you staying home? What are you doing? I I am on my way. I'm fishing another section of uh, Boca and Delray Beach this, this morning. I'm off tomorrow. I'm fishing on uh, Monday out in the Glades. Tuesdays back into Boca, and, and it's a busy week coming up, thankfully. So maybe right, finally things are starting to get back to more normal. Well, have a kick-ass weekend there, my guy. Catch some bass, and thanks for checking in, Al. We love you no matter what you say about me. Okay. See you, Captain. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you, man. Love you too, bro. All right. All right. So after the break, special guest coming up. We have uh, Danny Ramos on the Blue Dream. Nice. We've got Chelsea Hagen who's a nice. phenomenal female angler. We try to encourage more women to be on the show, like captain-wise, fishing-wise. Yeah. They've got serious cred, and sure. she's got cred and one story to tell, brother, man. Can't All wait. Right? I'm ready. So hang on, man. 622, 940 wins Miami Sports. You found the secret spot to get your fishing in. The Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. I want to go fishing. Powered by Mercury Marine. With Eric Brandon and Joe Hector. Brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. Anything you want to know about fishing or boating, troll us at 866-801-0940. Holy cow, this is more serious than I thought. The Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Thank you, Gus Machado and Mercury Marine. Call 866-801-0940. Tom Jones, man, really? You weren't even born when this song came out. I don't even know what it is. (laughs) I'm just just rolling with it. There's a reason why this song is playing, okay? Ah. Got some special guests in the program right now, man, okay? Okay. Danny Ramos, captain of the Blue Dream. Danny, my man. And the lady, Chelsea Hagen. Who's on the program? Special guest, I might add. And uh, just kind of a lead into what happened this week. Uh, Danny Ramos and she hooked up together. Okay. Game plan was to go out and catch some swordfish. I will shut up and let Danny tell the story. Okay. Okay. Big Danny. Ramos, my brother. Good morning to you. Dan the man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How are you guys doing this morning? Danny, uh, ignore my phone message to you. I left you kind of a terse message. Disregard. Like, like, Danny, answer the phone. (laughs) 
I had the phone on vibrate and I'm loading the boat, getting ready to go out. And I look at the time. I knew I had an alarm for 6:30. You guys were calling a little early, so I look at the phone. Like, oh my god, it's ringing. I'm so, sorry, yeah, man. So anyway, I want to make sure you go to the phone, but hey, dude. Uh, before we reach out on this morning, tell us a little bit about how you guys hooked up and what you guys were planning that day. Uh, yeah, well, so when me and um, Chels went out, uh, basically I saw her video on Facebook of her cutting open uh, the swordfish, ripping out the the, uh, the stomach, checking out the belly. And I was like, damn, you know, this girl's a little savage. So we, I, I mentioned to her, I go, it would be nice to have you on the boat. And sure enough, she, she uh, responded with, well, I'm going to be leaving Saturday, so we only have really a couple of days. And I was like, you know what, let's get out there. Wednesday looked uh, pretty good. So we went ahead and shot out there towards uh, the afternoon time. Right. Uh, we were trying to go out around 10 a.m., 11 a.m., but she had a little bit of uh, an issue. I think she had like an allergic reaction to some food. I'm like, you've got to come out. We're going to go over. So, so I pushed it. We went ahead and uh, got it, made things happen around 12 o'clock, 1230. We shot out there. And we uh, started doing some sword drops, okay. and nothing, basically nothing. So we were betting on the the moonset, and sure enough, when that moonset came around, uh, the bite was there, and I, I saw that little bite, and got tight right away with that uh, escalar. I was thinking about a good thirty is. pound escalar. I've never seen yeah. that fish before, Joe. When he shows me on Facebook some of the right. photos privately, it's one of the ugliest fish down there, way out deep at fifteen hundred feet. Yeah, it looks like a zombie kingfish. Yeah, it's right? a fugly looking yeah. fish, but uh, apparently, yeah. Danny, a good fun to bring in, right? Good, good fighting fish. Yeah, yeah, he pulled, he stalled out pretty good. It was just didn't fight like a sword, but I knew that it was stalling out the reel at the drag that I had it set. I knew there was some weight to her. Uh, but it, we we really don't know. And then when you're out there dropping, you really don't know what you're going to pull up. You know, you're at 1,800 feet, 1,700 feet. There's all yeah. kinds of creatures. You know, you can get a palm front, which is another alien-looking permit, basically, is what it looks like. Yeah. So there's different uh, species. You can get a shark. So we don't know once we get tight and how it, and they're all fighting. They all fight different. Right. But this time it was that oil fish, that escalar. And uh, they looked pretty. They had the green eyes, uh, looked a little. But that meat is white, so... Uh, I gave you some, Eric. What did you think about that sashimi? You made some phenomenal sashimi. You had it like in some ponzu sauce, man, whatever else. I said, I've never tried this fish, but I'm going to dig in with some chopsticks and Joe. It was on point, bro. Really? It is good eats. What does it taste like? (sighs) Chicken. Really? (laughs) No. Really? It's got got a a firmer meat. It's a a firm fish, man. Yeah, firm, yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, but I mean, like a kingfish. I, I would probably, almost. Yeah, it's probably close. No, mackerel. No. Maybe. Yeah, maybe a firmer, like a wahoo, but a little bit even firmer than that. But it's white, white, white meat. Kind of okay. looks like coconut. It's so white. Wow. Okay. Well, hey, check this out. On Skype right now, we do have the lady we've been waiting on this morning. Ah. Okay. Chelsea Hagen up there in good old Texas this morning. Chelsea, welcome <laughs> to the show. Good morning to you. Hey, Chelsea. Good morning, guys. You're looking uh, spectacular. You look great on film, uh, as we see on the Facebook posting. You've got about 800,000 billion followers, which is great. But oh, my again... <laughs> goodness. Don't blow my stuff. So talk about your trip with Danny Ramos. Uh, you planned to go get some swordfish, and, and things just changed, didn't they? Hey, look, that's fishing, right? Catching's a lot better, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's the sword game, if you will. Um, no, we had a blast, you know, uh, the professionalism, the knowledge, um, everything in between. Uh, it was a great charter. Um, you know, I own Lamillis Outfitters. So on Instagram, Lamillis underscore Outfitters. 
basically I'm booking charters and, and doing a lot of promotions and things like that to um, show this kind of thing and show the sometimes the struggle and sometimes like the excitement between the fishing and, and what comes between. So we had a blast. We, uh, it was a tough, rough day. You know, um, we went out there, we were killing it. We did everything correctly. And, you know, sometimes they catch and sometimes we're fishing, right? Yeah. So, yep. uh, you know, so it was a great day. So, awesome. now, again, you got that Escalar in the boat, and uh, I saw you. Uh, I have never seen a woman pick a fish up by the gills. She's got this thing. Her, hand, her hands are the gill Oh, place. she's got it down. She does the, the – I, I like doing that, where you kind of hold it towards the – you know, you got that towards yeah. the camera, and then you get the, the gill where, like, you make the mouth open, like, oh, all gnarly. She had the mouth wide open, man. Yeah. Yeah, hands yeah. aside. You did it right. That was that was an A+. plus. She ain't afraid to get down and dirty. I tell you that, man. She ripped the gills off the blood. <laughs> you know, that, that's what you like to see, man. People have the passion. Uh, yeah. Chelsea, you're not afraid of a fish. That's for damn sure. You're not afraid <laughs> no, of a fish. No. Not at all. And again, uh, to take back some of your past, uh, you've been fishing for a long time. You got started back as a kid. You're running charters up in Texas right now. But I did see one yeah. of your, your feeds where you actually were like in glee. Hey, let's cut open this swordfish belly. And see what he's got inside, like a like a kid unwrapping a gift, bro. Okay, that's great. She's got her hands in her belly, man. And Chelsea, you pull out this monstrous squid. That was great. You know, uh, it was my my first commercial sword fishing trip mm-hmm. to actually. I mean, I had already went on eight trips, right? I was trying to break my curse. Every <laughs> a lot of people have like a sword curse where like they'll go out for months or trips or days. Yeah. And they won't catch anything. Yeah. And so it was a, it was one of those like spectacular moments where everything like all comes together. And I told him, I was like, so the guy taught me, he dressed the sword down, the first sword. I said, look, I'm dressing down the next one. I'm jumping on top of that and I'm riding away from Calvin Roll. Here we go. Okay. So I learned, I saw it, I got it out of the propellers, I dressed him down, uh, you know, scaled him out. Got all the guts and everything, you know, had nice. the heartbeat in my hand. It was it was nice. awesome. I, I really, really, really enjoyed it. And, you know, it was a learning experience. And sure. I, um, I thoroughly enjoy every single minute of all that blood spewing, you know. <laughs> Chelsea, did you did you saw the bill off? I did, and the tail. Awesome. And the tails and all the guts. Sweet. Now, That's you got great. a nice spot in your house for that. For that awesome bill, I'm sure, right? Um, that's actually technically my third one, right? But I had to bring it back from Florida, so I'm ah. letting you. I have a, I have an artist that's gonna paint it for me Very in Florida. Cool. So yeah. let me ask this question, Chelsea. So you know, you got Danny Ramos, the captain on the Blue Dream. You got you, okay, both with serious skills. <laughs> Did you guys, like, battle a little bit, like, hey, Danny, let's try this. And Danny goes, no, Chelsea, let's try this. I mean, did you guys, like, work in tandem on that day or work it out? How'd you, how'd you handle each other? You know, honestly, me and Danny are on the same page. Uh, yeah. You know, I think that he's a great captain. He knows a lot about what he's doing. He's very professional, and, and his business etiquette is absolutely superb. I think that, uh, you know, there was a little bit difference in our timing. Um Okay. I won't even lie to you guys, like, you know, like some things happened that morning, but 
my eyes had swelled up. Yeah. I didn't know what I was going to do. So we ended up getting out a couple hours later, but we had a moon phase uh, setting at like 530. Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was a little bit better for us to kind of hit it a little bit later. And uh, hey, we gave it out. We, we, we went for we it. We made it happen. Sometimes they catch. Sometimes they bite. Sometimes we... You know, you just never know. So, right. yeah. Yeah. But, uh, good. Well, yeah, Danny, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you guys. No, she definitely is. Uh, it's kind of when you're working with somebody on the boat, you kind of just look and they know. So there's that communication. Yeah, it was the first time fishing, but normally when you fish, you kind of get to know how how people fish because we sure. all fish different. Yeah. So, yeah. but I mean, she was pretty much there's confidence behind there with our, in the boat where you would think that, you know, you you need somebody that you know is going to get the gas out of the harpoon or get your, you know, whatever you need to get ready to go as when, when the time comes, when the fish is coming. And she was getting it, and we were getting it there, and uh, we just uh, we started communicating there towards the end, too, and how, how crazy things get and working together. Yeah, I feel like confidence is key, right? When you're, especially when Absolutely. you're sword fishing. I mean, I'll never forget my experiences that I've had. And yeah. you got to work as a team out there. I mean, especially with... You know the gap and the end of the fight, and yep. the, or or the harpoon, whatever you yeah, you know you yeah. choose. But uh, working as a, as a team together is uh, is so important when you're catching monster fish like For that. Sure. Even wahoo, sailfish, yeah. the whole shabam. For sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, working in tandem is great. So to have that right off the bat with both of you, I think is awesome. Yeah. You know, great so. day for him. Man. Yeah. Yep. By the way, uh, gentlemen, uh, besides being a uh, uh, avid fisher woman. She also, Chester, likes to go hog hunting in Texas as well. Sweet. Uh, Bye. I, um, I enjoy the outdoors. It's not all just about fishing. I mean, don't get me wrong. Fishing is in my blood. Like, I, I live for fish blood, like, literally. Um, but, you know, tomorrow I'm actually going out and doing some promo opportunities with uh, a great company out of Texas. They, uh, you know, they trap hogs from different ranches. You know, they're a nuisance, okay. and if someone's there, they bring them to their ranch, and, you know, we all get the pleasure of going out and having those fun times, going to shoot some, some awesome things, right? And uh, I work with multiple different ranches, uh, Limitless underscore Outfitters on Instagram. You guys can see some of the work that we've done yeah. and some of the experiences that we've had. Very cool. And I promise you can plug a couple of your sponsors on the program, so give some shout-outs to a couple of your favorite, favorite folks. Live bottom. Okay, so definitely want to tell you guys there is a big giveaway coming up. So I've partnered with Live Bottom. Um, they make jack boots, uh, clothing. It's kind of a cool shirt. I'm sure you guys. Well, okay. yeah, no. So, anyways, well, the deck boots are only 50 bucks. And um, with my code, Chelsea15, actually, sorry about that. Chelsea 15, you guys get an extra 15% off. So, you know, they end up being a little bit less. And the reason why I love them is you do not get water in your boots while you are fishing. I like that. I've watched multiple other competitors, you know, drop buckets of water out of their shoes. And they just envy my boots, right? So um, there's a great link that I'm going to uh, keep on my website. And as long as you guys, you know, Show the podcast, things like that. I think will be great. Definitely. All right. Give us your give us your contact stuff, uh, Chelsea. We're gonna kind of late on the break, but give us your the best way to reach you on Instagram and Facebook and wherever else and phones and give you the whole deal. Most definitely. If you guys are looking to book any charters out here in Texas, uh, we do offshore, 
you know, full day, overnight, uh, things like that. So definitely look me up at, at hooked, H-O-O-K-D, underscore on, underscore chels. Um, other than that, my phone number is 936 668 And uh, my business page is at limitless, underscore outfitters. Perfect. Awesome. Joe, you had one more question. Chelsea, I got one more question for you. Have you ever done extreme kayak fishing? I have to ask. I'm dying to do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. There you go. Yeah. So maybe we could maybe we could set something up. Yeah. I, I sent you a uh, a uh, follow on Instagram. I don't know if you got it or not. Uh, it says it's extreme kayak fishing, and you could check out uh, all of our stuff and what we do. And uh, Nautical Ventures is a huge sponsor, and yeah. and it's a blast. So maybe we can we can figure that out. Get we'll you out we'll there. work it out, man. Yeah. Hey, uh, Danny Ramos, my brother. Thanks, man. Have a great day fishing. Well, you're, on your, you're heading offshore to go do your thing, bro. You're great. Uh, love you to death, and uh, I can't wait to get back on the Blue Dream. Danny, we got to catch a swordfish, brother. Right. I keep saying it. You need <laughs> yeah. to do it. I'm next, <laughs> okay? We'll get it done. We caught some epic stuff. Oh, I got to go. Yeah. And Chelsea, by the way, you've we'll been get, an absolute we'll joy on the program. I mean, you are just a real, just a bright light on the show. Thanks for your time this morning. We love you to death. Uh, the podcast later, we can check out Chelsea later on the podcast. Yeah. Five different platforms. Uh, cool. The Facebook stream will be running later on, so rewatch this as well. Yep. And Chelsea, don't be a stranger. Stay in touch, okay? We Thank you, Chelsea. Have you back, all right? Perfect. Want to have you back. All right. Great. Thank, Thank you. so much. Wow. That was great. That was epic, man. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Not to mention the fact she is drop-dead gorgeous, I might add. Yeah, I mean, she's a, she's a bad-to-the-bone type of angler and i like that i respect that yeah uh someone that that doesn't mind getting their hands dirty i mean literally sticking your hands in a swordfish guts and yeah. you know pulling out hearts and squid uh, I, I, i'm not doing it dude what handle, i'm not handling that come no, on man. really I'm just gonna manage you, bro. Uh, so anyway. my gosh oh, come i gotta on, go man. see you guys it's a wrap it's, it's all right out. stand by man tackle talk voucher's been coming up next 643 940 wins miami sports you're catching all the fish because you're tuned into the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, powered by Mercury Marine. Catch all the fish. With your hosts, two legendary fishermen, Eric Brandon and Joe Hector. Oh, I certainly admire people who do things. Brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. You're just the guy I want to see. Glad you're here. Drop the guys a line at 866-801-0940. A gracious hello. And now, while you drink all the fish and catch all the beer. Come on, pull yourself together. It's back to Eric Brandon and Joe Hector on the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Here we go. What'd you say, rice aroma? I'll take one now with a lime in it, dude. Thank you. Mike Corona. Thank yes. you. Okay. Ah, I appreciate it, man. I like that. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. It's been a gangbuster 45 minutes so far, man. Unbelievable. Yes. Chelsea was yes. great. Danny was great. All awesome. the staffs have been great. Speaking of great, uh, he's the legend himself, man. Back in the program with Tackle Talk, Captain Bouncer Smith up there in Georgia. Captain Bouncer. Captain Bouncer, good morning to you. Dallas, this morning, I see where it's 70 something degrees down there. and I'm up here in 30-something degrees. <laughs> but it looks like we both got a little bit of rain around, so what the heck. 
Got a little ring going on, Cap. So I always look forward to your feature every weekend, Tackle Talk Tips, and uh, what you got in the bag this weekend. Well, Eric, I'm going to refresh to some extent, but go in depth more on one of your favorite subjects in the wintertime, mm-hmm. and that's get a bucket of shrimp. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. in my yeah. thinking, that's 10 dozen live shrimp. Mm-hmm. You'll need to have a, a five-gallon bucket with an aerator right. uh, to keep those shrimp alive while you're getting to the dock, and then you can put them in a bucket with a bunch of holes and hang them over the side if need be. But the aerator is pretty much a no-brainer. You know, keep them alive and uh, and more attractive to the fish. But right. I don't care if you're going uh, in the bay, in the inlet, or out in the ocean this time of year. A bucket of shrimp, you're going to have lots of action. Uh, the potential places to target are the edges of reefs, uh, shallow artificial reefs, even deeper artificial reefs uh, along the jetties in the inlets, the grass flats or any sandbar or anything else in the bay. And what you can catch is just beyond belief. And one of the best things for you, Eric, mm-hmm. is that blackfin tunas like to eat shrimp and bonitas don't. So Good. <laughs> Interesting. I never knew that. A bonita repellent. Yeah, because uh, the thing with bouncer knows the fact that I've fished with bouncer 100 times, right? Sure. And everybody catches a fish. I catch bonita. They, Always, huh? You're that guy. Trap. They just come to me, man. I don't oh, know what's going on, dude. They no. love my rod, bro. They do, man. We'll stay away. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Cap, sorry. Well, giving credit where credit's due, Dan. I mean, uh, Joe, he also specializes in amberjacks. Oh, if boy. If else is catching goopers, they'll catch amberjacks. <laughs> the damn fish That's I a whole other story. Oh, man. <laughs> but, but the uh, bottom line is getting back to these shrimp. Yeah. Uh, the easiest way to fish them when you're fishing – uh, in a wide variety of places is to cut the very tip of the tail off and take your hook and go in the tip of the tail where you've cut it off and thread the shrimp onto the hook. That makes it very hard for any fish to steal your shrimp and cutting the tail off allows the shrimp to ooze blood, which puts out more scent in the water and attracts more fish. Sure. But you can fish this uh, live shrimp either on the bottom with a good size sinker mm-hmm. or floating it down toward the bottom with a very small sinker, which in a lot of aspects will produce better fish because you won't get down to the little panfish right away. And then also fish a shrimp where it stays just enough below the surface that seagulls can't get to it. Okay. But you can target everything from uh, tarpon to over 200 pounds, Spanish mackerel, Mutton snappers, mangrove snappers, yellowtails, drifting right along the beaches in South Florida. And I mean, yeah. literally drifting along the swim buoy line where the buoys are out there and tell you you can't go any closer to shore with the power boat. Go right down that line, and, and all of those fish have great potential. Uh, you get out on a reef line, and, and you drop a... Uh, shrimp down to the bottom with the sinker right up against the shrimp and you want a sinker that goes straight down and when it hits the bottom just lift it up gently and set it back down and lift it up gently and set it back down just an inch or two if you lift and you feel resistance it'll be a hogfish or it'll be a porgy or a mutton snapper Uh, if you float it out on a reef line to where it slowly goes to the bottom You'll catch more mangrove snappers and yellowtail snappers. And if that shrimp is 
hanging mid-level, especially on a long shank hook or a little bit of real light wire. Mm-hmm. I've seen kingfish in excess of 60 pounds caught on shrimp. Wow. Spanish wow. mackerel. Wow. Yeah. Yellow jacks love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, even amberjacks eat them, but it's mostly the smaller good sport amberjacks, not the big hard-working amberjacks, but that doesn't make them illegal to keep as well. They have to be a 28-inch fork length to keep. And generally speaking, the ones you catch on shrimp will be undersized. But also, cobia loves shrimp. Yeah, so wow. They're always on the potential. Take a bucket of shrimp, go fishing anywhere, seawall, off the beach, or anything else, and you're in for a good day of action. Uh, you just can't beat them. Everything eats a shrimp, except for bonitas and possibly <laughs> sailfish. But by the way, swordfish eat shrimp on a regular basis. And you know, Joe, I guess Bounce would agree. If you don't catch fish with that big bucket of shrimp, you always bring it back and eat them. Actually, speaking of that, okay. guess what I just found out? What's that, buddy? Just found this out. Tell I'm allergic to shrimp. What? I don't understand it. I, I, mean, eat, I eat it all the time. Eating them? You can't eat shrimp? I just got, you know, I do my annual blood test, you know. Yeah. for So, I, you know, I have some allergies. And I'm, I'm sure as most kayakers know, I've had multiple occasions where my face blows up like a balloon. Yeah. Uh, and I always thought it was stress or whatever. But I am allergic to sh- not only shrimp, but uh-huh. I guess like the... The fish slime is what I, I'm told. I wow. really strange. I got to wear gloves in my tournaments. That is crazy. Yeah, bro. man. Well, if we're at shenanigans and right? we're having some coconut fried shrimp, I'll just I'll just take I'll take your plate. No, I want to eat it. He's no, so friendly. Eat. I still want to eat it. <laughs> Such a great guy, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, bud. Thanks, friend. Oh man, thank you, brother. <laughs> well, Cap, man, thanks so much again for that phenomenal tip. I love, I'm a big, huge fan of shrimp. Obviously, as you know, I'm a big for a shrimp guy. But uh, have a great weekend. I hope you're staying dry and, and, and uh, warm. And get old George, my brother. Have a Thanks, great Captain. All right. Well, the good news is is that I'll be eating dinner shenanigans on uh, Monday night and the rest of the week probably. So oh, great, man. Dinner on shenanigans, look for me either in the open air patio area or in the family dining room in the back, one or the other. I'm I'll be there almost back. every night. Bounce is going to take Cap. Pat's job here. <laughs> All right, Cap, we'll see you back this week. Can't wait to see you again, man. Have a great day. All right? You betcha. See you, bud. Thanks very much. All right, great stuff. I didn't know about you and allergic to shrimp. I just man. found this out. Yeah, it's really strange. Really it's weird. weird. And I and I eat it. Yeah. You know, I eat seafood. I eat uh, not as much as I used to, but yeah. uh, pretty crazy stuff, man. What happens I, to me, man, when I look at my mail and I, I touch an, uh, I see a letter from the IRS and I touch the envelope, right. dude, I blow up like a freaking bullet. <laughs> like in flames, right? Oh, I just, right. My, my, hair, my hair goes on fire. Your hair. I'm seriously That allergic. can't happen. I'm allergic to anything. That's to a fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little break. We'll do some keys actually coming up next. Joe's got a special guest coming up at the 7 o'clock hour. we got a whole big show to do here, brother. 655 at 940 wins. Miami Sports. Any day fishing's a beautiful day. Now back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, powered by Mercury Marine and brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. Now, here's your fishing buddies, Eric Brandon and Joe Hector. I, 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 I. 
Welcome back to the show. Let me just explain to some folks about the, if you're listening to the radio and want to tune into the Facebook stream. Yeah. We're feeding off a new uh, idea Crazy. Here. We're feeding off the Nautical Ventures Facebook page. Correct. As opposed to me feeding off mine and sharing off mine or you, Joe, or Correct. even Stephen J. Gray. Correct. And what's happening is because of some uh, proprietary issues with their website or their yeah. Facebook feed, a lot of folks can't seem to log in this morning. Or share it. Or share it. So we apologize Sharing for that. Sharing is caring. But yes. we'll, we'll figure this thing out by hopefully soon and yeah. uh, get back on track. Meantime, down at the Keeps We Go, Bud and Mary's must be a beautiful morning. Our good friend Richard Stans is always on point. Richard, my friend, good morning to you. Eric, good morning. How are you? I'm uh, doing fine. Joe Hector's here with How's me. How's it going, brother? Doing well. Joe, how are you this morning? As well. Very good, sir. Uh, yeah, we uh, just, just stepped outside for a moment here and got a little bit of southeast breeze, about 10 to 12 miles an hour. Had a real light shower pass over us. It's funny, I looked at the radar. It was the only one in the entire Florida Straits, but uh, <laughs> it's gone, and I think it's going to stay that way. Uh, so actually going to be a real pretty day today and going to last right on through, what is it, President's uh, Day weekend, I think, as well as Valentine's Day. So uh-huh. should be good weather here in the Florida Keys. Um, change it up a little bit, talk about something um, interesting that took place this week down here. Uh, I sent you a picture, Eric. Uh, it was taken in 1977. That's I saw standing that. Standing next to some yeah. swordfish and swordfish park. That was the uh, first nighttime swordfish tournament ever held. And, uh-huh. uh, boy, we thought we'd died and gone to heaven. We could sit out there and get paid money and drift <laughs> and dream and catch big fish off the off Miami. Yeah. Anyway, uh, as many of you know, as a result of long lining that entered into the picture, um, the sword fishing stocks were desecrated and basically all but eliminated the ability to catch swordfish. But they eliminated the long liners, and so we began again to fish at night down here in the Florida Keys and eventually during the daytime. Well, all that being said, my son, Captain Nick Stanzik, who's been involved for a long time, uh, you know, with the tagging program and, has, and actually received awards, I think, four years running for the most tagged billfish, swordfish some of those fish uh, the tags retrieved were eight nine hundred miles away but this week uh, just a few days ago uh, my, my son kept nick stanzig and bill dobelier wonderful guy he heads up gray taxidermy mm-hmm. uh, and i can tell you a very conservation-minded group there that gray taxidermy yeah used, used to not be the case by the way they used to lure you into killing fish that didn't need to be killed because right. they use molds as most of you know mm-hmm. and pure fishing uh they own pen reels i know they all got together and they deployed uh, what they call electronic satellite tags. Not an easy thing to do. They had a scientist with them. Uh, use a little device called a snooter. So they hold the fish next to the boat. Mm-hmm. So it you know, kind of grabs them by the bill so they, they can't hurt themselves. And, of course, they place that, uh, that electronic tag strategically in the fish, all in an effort uh, to try to help understand the migratory patterns of these fish and hopefully uh, you know, work towards conserving them. Anyway, all that being said, uh, We'll move on. And the next place I'm going to stop is going to be the hump, so I'll follow him right. And my God, I sound like a tree hugger this morning. But I'm going to tell you, um, the amberjacks are showing up out there. Another interesting fish. Uh, you know, the humps off Isla Mirada, uh, you know, in the last, my God, since I started fishing under 50 years, uh, they were amazing because they were the destination of spawning aggregations for amberjacks. And, you know, as an old charter boat guy, uh, you know, when we used to head offshore once in a while, we wouldn't be able to, you know, hit those dolphin and things are, are tough on us, but we could always rely on stopping on the humps. And, you know, you take some guy from Ohio, Indiana, Indiana, never caught a big fish in his life, and you put a 60-pound amberjack on the end of his line, and he thought he caught the fish for a lifetime. But, you know, again, uh, through heavy, heavy commercial fishing, electric reels and what have you, mm-hmm. they really uh, 
devastated the stocks of Amberjacks out there. But a few years ago, I think, uh, I don't know when, but not too long ago, they actually uh, finally, uh, which was <laughs> a little bit too late. What is it? Uh, you know, too late, too soon. But anyway, they uh, they, they put a moratorium on uh, on the sale of Amberjacks during the March of April and or, yeah, March and April, which is a good thing, and they're, they're starting to make a little bit of a recovery. So uh, some of the boats are, re- are reporting uh, these amberjacks, and most of them are letting them go. They they vent the fish, so they swim down safely. Um, again, this is all going to take place here, and you can look forward to that. Uh, the tunas overall on the humps have been very slow after having that tremendous run of big tunas during the fall season. Mm-hmm. It's different out there now, but a lot of feather fish. When I say feather fish, you know, I'm talking. These 8- to 10-pounders, you know, if you lighten up to tackle, they're a lot of fun, really good to eat. So that's pretty much the deep water uh, report that I got out there. So I'll move into what we call the edge. Of course, the edge down here is 90 to 120 feet of water. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, all I'm going to tell you is a little bit of that, a little bit of this. Uh, talking to Captain Alex Adler, as I do every week. Um, you know, and they had some African pompano catching those off the wrecks. Real long leaders and live bait. Catch about halfway down in the water column. A great fish, a lot of fun, hard-fighting fish, and a beautiful fish. Uh, some kingfish. Kingfishing still really reasonably good. A few big muttons were caught. A few cobias were caught. Got to tell you, sail fishing, very disappointing. It's been slow. We just, I don't know, it just hasn't gotten started, and it may mm-hmm. not. A real lack of ballyhoo down here, too, which is surprising because there was just hordes of bait all around, you know, cigar minnows, ballyhoo, pilchers, everything during the fall. But it was a few months, or a month at least, uh, really, really tough on the bait situation. But got some other changes coming up, different patterns, so who knows? Um, you know, with uh, global warming, everything's different than it used to be. I did talk to Andrew. I know for those of you who like party boat fishing, um, Andrew's the captain on the Miss Alamrata. And the yellowtail is still very, very slow. Water's still clear, still cold. However, it's been <laughs> the best bite ever, as he put it, on big porgies. At least that puts, you know, uh, dinner on the table. They're, they're fun to catch and good to eat. And they've caught, uh, again, a mixture of some kings. A lot of Spanish mackerel caught in there this week, which is interesting. They usually stay back in the shallows and in the bay. But been a lot of those fish out there that the party boat's been catching. And, of course, Eric, you remember, and still uh, the groupers are biting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're throwing them all back. And I'm sure when grouper season opens, they won't bite, hopefully. Anyway, um, all that being said, now let me move way into the backcountry. Uh, my son, Captain Rick Stanzik, back there. Again, he's going to describe this uh, this week as on the slow side. However, you know, some uh, some redfish snooks still being caught. Uh, the best bite of all has been mangrove snapper and trout. Interesting to hear these trout showing back up. Mangroves, too, really big mangroves back there, and they catch these fish around the moats, around the islands and the creeks and what have you. There's, uh, the problem with catching mangroves back there is there's too many of them. That's a good problem to have. Wow. Too many small ones. So when you use a little bit of live shrimp or something like that, you're not going to get the big fish. So you might remember, use something big, a chunk of mullet, cut a pinfish in half, some of that nature, and uh, that's the way you're going to catch those big mangroves. And as I said, plenty of them being caught. Mackerel fishing uh, reports, unfortunately, are slow, surprising to me, because these water temps are still down. Mm-hmm. And they usually hang around here until March or April. I think there's going to be resurgence of those. I think what happened there, uh, that really extreme cold, as you remember, we had, and then all of a sudden it got real warm real fast. For some reason, uh, it just kind of shocks everything, but I think you'll see the mackerel come back. So overall, um, other than the fact that hopefully you guys will tune into uh, Nick Stanzik's YouTube show, so I'll put a little plug in there for him. Mm-hmm. It's called Stan's Fam, and Bud Mary's also has a great YouTube show that runs my son, Captain Rick Stanzik, runs that. And you can watch these shows and stay up with what's going on in the fishing in the Florida Keys on a daily basis. 
and not have to wait for me to try to spit it all out. <laughs> great job, Richard. As always, my friend, have a great great weekend in the Keys, and uh, thanks again for your outstanding report. Yeah, you take thanks, care of yourself, my friend. Thank you. Guys, thank you so much for allowing me to put the word out on a fabulous Florida Keys fishing scene. You got it. Man, everyone keeps talking about sail fishing and how it's just it yeah, sucks. I know. It's weird, dude. But right? swordfish are on, but sailfish. Right. For me, man, I've caught enough sailfish in my life, Joe. I can give that rod to somebody else. Sure. Swordfish, I've still not caught on my own. And that's okay. that, to me, is just crazy. Like yeah. It seems like people are catching more swordfish than sailfish. Uh, which is weird, dude. Right? But catching golden tile off a kayak, that's something I've never done either. Uh, <laughs> after, uh, after the break, we got a man. We got your man coming up. Right? All right, just all right. tease it a little bit. Who's up okay. next? I like that. I like the little teaser you just floated. Who's the man? I got it. Who's all up? Right. What's uh, his name? We got Brandon Odell. Okay, yeah, yeah. he's calling in, and he's going to be talking about I think could be the future of some offshore kayak fishing. We'll do it, brother. Yeah, man. Stand by. Hold on, so. Eric. Don't we have a future of a star bright bucket going uh-huh. into somebody's home? Yeah, well, I was going to do it later, but since, oh, you, oh, and, oh, okay. no, since you pumped in, man, you got me on the spot. Let's do it now. Okay. okay. You're such a. Can oh, I choose man. the number? Well, let's talk about you got an awesome star bright bucket with products all made in the USA and the, the top notch products to clean your boat and make it look car, house, Wife, kayak. You need to kayak. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Joe, give me a number, bro. All right. I've been thinking about this. Deep. Very deep. Go for oh, it. Oh, here we go. <sighs> I'm going to say seven. Seven. <laughs> Lucky seven, baby. Oh, here we go. 866 801. You thought six. Ah, I got you there. You deep on that, man. 866-801-0940. Can't be a previous winner. Thank you. <clears throat> Number again, please. 866-801-0940. Call down. Number seven at 940 Wins, Miami Sports. Welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, powered by Mercury Marine and brought to you by Gus Pichano Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. Be a part of the show. Call 866-801-0940. Time to fish or cut bait with local fishing legend Eric Brandon and extreme angler Joe Hector. Come on down my boat, baby. Come on. the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Now I'm ready. I know you is, man. Get that rock in your blood, brother, man. We got the uh, Joe's tune on right now. I'm saying, man, JoJo Joe right. you going on here. We didn't uh-huh. forget. So our winner is uh, Slick Nick. Slick Nick. Got like that it. number seven on that uh, phone deal, dude. Nick, nice. my brother, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Doing great, Nick. So, first of all, congratulations on your Starbright bucket. And uh, I guess, Joey, want to know, do you fish? Do you have a boat? What's going on, man? Uh, actually, yeah, I do fish. I fish in Joe's tournament. Nick. Oh, I, this is Nick. Okay. One of your buds? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. This, awesome. This is not a fix, Nick. You were the legit number seven, just so you know, okay? <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> we don't have any special <laughs> hookups to get you in on, and win a contest here, but you fish Joe's tournaments. Uh, we've been talking about the fact, Joe, that uh, the Starbright products are for boats, obviously, but yeah. it's got a great kayak application as well. I agree. And you know what? Nick could be the perfect guy to let us know how he 
feels yeah. with it, you know, yeah. after he receives it. So, sure. uh, Nick, are you ready for the exotic roundup or what? Uh, actually, yeah, I've already talked to my boss about that. He's going to give me the time off for the exotic, Great. and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, awesome. Trying to get out there, trying to get out there to do some, uh, just do some practice fishing to, because that's a species I've never fished for. Okay. Okay. So, but well, with all this overtime I've been doing, it's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, we'll uh, we'll figure it out. And uh, I know there's a lot of awesome guides there in Lake Ida, including. Uh, 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 deep blue kayak fishing. They're really good. They're actually going to be renting out uh, kayaks for that tournament for out-of-state guys. Very cool. Very so cool. Uh, maybe uh, you know, I'll send you over their information, and they can uh, put you on some fish. Very cool. Yeah, uh, please do. I'd, I'd like to go out with them. Sweet. All right, Nick. Man, enjoy your bucket, my friend. I'll take head later on to get that bucket at Nautical Ventures. So thanks for uh, joining us. Glad you won, and uh, shine up those kayaks, baby. Yeah, man. Thanks, Nick. All right. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks. You got it. All right, Joe, your guest is on hold here, man. Bring him in. Talk about it. All right, so we got Brandon O'Dell, and uh, I've known him for years, fishing our tournaments, and I'll never forget, this must have been maybe uh, over a year ago, a couple years ago maybe, in my old house, but he he actually sent me a message, I believe after the first time he caught the golden tile. Right. And he literally, like, came to the house showed me this fish. I mean, he was stoked, excited. I was excited. Oh, man. And you know what? With with everything that's going on right now, with everyone saying, oh, the sail fishing's slow, the fishing is slow. Yeah. But, hey, sword fishing is on. Uh, tile fishing is on. I think, you know, having him on to talk about golden tiles, caught on a kayak, not just once, multiple times. He's got his own little sweet spot, I, I think is uh, is something we have to talk about. And maybe... We can raise awareness to something new that uh, guys can start doing offshore. Can he? Can he talk in the now? kayak? Can he talk now? No. <laughs> My oh, show. Hi. <laughs> Bring him in, Joe. Just, Bring him in, man. Uh, Captain Brandon, how's it going, brother? Yeah. Oh, I woke up this morning. It's <laughs> <laughs> going well. All right, Joe's been talking to him all morning long, Brandon. I'm dying to know, man. You got a golden tile tiles multiple. I'm assuming. Yes. Right, on a kayak. Yeah. Tell us how the hell you did that, please. Uh, planning and determination, really. Um, okay. I was picking my days when the wind was going out west in the morning and east in the afternoon. Okay. So I didn't have to work my way too hard to get out to, to the sweet spot. And really, it just took time, just time to go out there and, and drop baits on the bottom and, and wait, for that, wait for that bite. Now, how, um, like, what did you use? I squid. Just uh, I used a, a three hook chain rig with uh, four to six pound weight. Okay. Uh, with I like a Christmas light, Christmas tree light, which is multiple colors in the light, and uh, just center down. And when you're looking for golden tiles or really any kind of tile fish, you're looking for mud. And you find mud by when you drop your baits to the bottom, your weight gets stuck. And when your weight uh-huh. gets stuck, you found mud. Right. And that's kind of just what I did. Just you know, drop sit for you know 10 15 minutes give or take pick it up drop again and you know you find them they sit in holes on the bot in the mud and that's why you're looking for mud and eventually you'll get your you'll get your shot now i gotta ask like since you're on the kayak you're dealing with oh you know obviously the current out there is going to be way stronger for somebody so you know they got to be careful there how deep were you were you going you know targeting these tile fish uh I, I, I caught mine specifically in 700 feet. 
Gotcha. So uh, I, I've caught blue line tiles, and I would catch blue line tiles, you know, about four to six, 500. So I was ta- I was targeting deeper. Now, I mean, they catch them in thousands of you know feet. Everybody knows. Sure. But uh, I wasn't going to make it out that far. So right. I just decided to start, you know, 600 and keep working my way out till eventually I got hit. Nice. That's now, very cool. Now, with the Goldens, uh, or all your tiles, are they all mainly in the same area that you're fishing? Yeah. Or are you going? Fact, I, I tried, I tried, you know, different spots, you know what I mean? I had it marked sure. on my GPS, and I was, I was looking around, you know, hunting, you know. And then I was like, all right, let me see if they're here. And then I dropped the right down, and 10, 15 minutes, boom, I got the other one. Nice, oh, man. Stable, and and man. what kind of what, what rod and reel? I mean, what are you, what are you using there? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, you cut out what you asked? Uh, what rod and, rod and reel? <laughs> I can't talk today. What <laughs> rod and reel are you using? <laughs> I understood you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my buddy uh, Brandon Meltzer made me a, a, a rod that I, I kind of use for a little bit of everything when it comes to trolling. It's just a, uh, a heavy rod. Uh, I use seven foot, kind of limber, not nothing too stiff with a, a 30 wide avit with uh, 80 pound braid on it. I mean, you don't have to use 80 pound braid, but you know, sure. I was I use it for multiple things. It's two speed, which is nice. I highly suggest if you're going to hand crank, get a two speed reel. It makes yeah. life a lot easier. Um, and you were mentioning about the current. Um, when you're out there, and if you're using a heavy enough weight, like I said six seven pounds that weight actually anchors you to the bottom okay oh with the mud so you're not fighting i i move i don't move that much when i was doing it i was really surprised i was like wow the current's not really but as soon as you lift that weight up off the bottom you start to fly right wow man so pretty pretty cool story though you said the fact that uh, he caught that golden tile and uh, actually brought it to your home right i think that was the first one right brandon was that the first one yeah yeah that was the first one that was the big one but what I'm thinking is, though, how many homes did he hit with that fish and what kind of condition was it in by the time he got to the 15th, 15th house? <laughs> hey, man, Making knock on the door. Look, I got a golden towel. I just took it five other homes, man, but it's still there. It's hanging on. Okay. Yeah, I only had to hit one home, and that oh, was just Joe one? Hector. Okay. Yes. Now you're talking. It was the right home. It so was yeah, the right the fish home. didn't get too beat up, man, after the fact. So awesome. that's great. That's yeah. nice. Well, Brandon, what, listen, man. Um, that, that that's awesome that you know you're do that you did that and you're doing that and I didn't know you were catching uh, the uh, the regular tilefish as well. So oh yeah, they're they're very plentiful. If you if you go to target them and like I said, four or five hundred feet, you you'll limit out real quick. They're 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 pretty plentiful out there. On a kayak. On a kayak, dude. That's what that's on a kayak. Again, that's the mind blower catching a, a golden tile on a kayak. Right. And no one's really doing it. I had. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Brandon. How many people do you think are really doing that right now? Not, not really. I mean, it's I, 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 I don't think it's on many people's radar on the kayak. I think everybody's after that sword. You know what yeah. I mean? The the, the right. swordfish to go out by yourself and do it. Everybody's really keen in on that. Um, that's kind of why I went for tiles. It's yeah. something that that I at the point at that time no one's done, and, and I wanted to do it. I had a goal and, and I accomplished it. That's because where of the show, Joe. There'll be a lot more doing it. Ah, uh, yes. You just tipped it open, baby. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. You opened the can, man. Now <laughs> so, we're all, hey, all going to be doing it. Okay? Yeah, Brandon, where, that, where is that spot one. in 700 feet? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, hey, oh, Br- I got one more question. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, now, do you think you're the – are you the first guy to do that with the Goldens? Now, I uh, – I, I – 
as far as I know, am. But I did talk to someone at ICAST that apparently was in the game way before, I mean, any of us were. Uh, I think it was Terminator. Was it Terminator? It was like a clothing company. And he's saying that his buddies caught one. Right. And well, they that, were that, out of Bowie or somewhere. But I don't. I never saw a picture. I don't know. But, you know, it's each their own. Yeah. Play, Brandon. You've been a great guest, man. I'm trying to picture in my mind how the whole day went down, but I'm just impressed as hell about he what he did. Yeah. Get that thing in the boat. Just blows Mul- my mind. Multiple, too. Multiple times. And be- yeah. potentially being the first guy to do it. Yeah, which is great, man. That's that's unbelievable. And, and Capper is Joe. He had a nice fish to eat when it was all said and done. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. man. Delicious. And that first one was big, man. He comes to my house. And he and, and and he takes this thing out of the fish bag, and I'm just like, what? Is that a golden? Yeah, I can imagine having a ring doorbell camera, and all of a sudden you hear the button ring, and I'm looking at the damn feed inside my home, and I got this guy on my front porch <laughs> with this big-ass golden tile. I'm thinking, what the hell's going on yeah, here? Yeah. Right? Right. But that's cool, dude. I, I, I'll never forget it. That was I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> I never thought I would. And to me, that that's something I'll never forget. Awesome. That's why you know that was that was years ago. Yeah. I still to this day, I, I, you know, I want him on these shows to talk about it because yeah. no one still yeah. is really doing something like that. Well, Brandon, man, props to you, my friend. Great job on that catch, and uh, keep doing what you're doing. And thanks for sharing your tips with the audience. And uh, I'm just uh, proud to know you, man. Yeah, thanks, Brandon. <laughs> All right, thank you, guys. All right, see you. All right, so very cool story, Joe. Good guest, good guest. Jennifer Gray Warren will have the uh, weather forecast for us coming up next. And I'm making plenty of room for Pat Utter. He's got Pat Utter at Champions. He's got one whopper of a meal coming up today. Mm. And I want to give that man all the time we can. Okay, let's do that. All right, bro. Let's do that, man. Take a little break. 725 at 940 wins Miami Sports. Wake up. Wake up, friend. You're waking up to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show with expert troller Eric Brandon. I can't function without my coffee. Plus extreme angler Joe Hector. Coffee is ready, sir. Powered by Mercury Marine. And brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. To talk to fellow fishing fans, call 866-801-0940 to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Show. It's a beautiful day here in South Florida. Had a couple sprinkles earlier, but it's kind of like gone away. Yep. And uh, see the skies are opening up with some blue right now. You sure it's still not raining? Uh, dude, come on, bro. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but who's got the forecast for us every weekend? Our good friend Jennifer Gray Warren. Jen, good morning to you. Hi, Jen. Okay. This is the time of year. You guys just laugh at the rest of the country because you live in paradise. <laughs> Yes. Not laughing. I'm sorry, Jen, at the rest of the country, but actually I am. So. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> uh, okay. I used to do it, too. I know you did. How's the weather in Atlanta, Georgia right now? A little nippy up there or what? Uh, it's not as cold. It's just rainy and gray. Just, yeah. Rainy we've gray. been raining for like three days. Well, we've had Bummer. some pretty pretty good streaks on weather down here, Jen. It's been nice uh, normally every yeah. day. Not the cold front kind of went and gone bye-bye. The jackets are back in the closet. Now. Hot again. Hot again. So uh, are we... Looking at our last cold front, or is there something else behind us coming in to cool down again, or what? 
I bet you could, you guys can get another one before it's all over. Yes. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hang up your coat permanently yet. Maybe okay. we'll see. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would count on maybe one more. Uh, it's nice this weekend though. Warm 40% chance of showers today with a possible thunderstorm, partly cloudy. I mean, partly sunny rather with a high of near 79 mm-hmm. South to Southeast winds 10 to 15 knots with gusts around 20 seas, two to three feet intercoastal waters, a light chop tomorrow, 20% chance of showers and storms, mostly sunny with a high near 81 South, southeast winds 10 to 15 knots with gusts around 20. Seas 2 to 3 feet. Intercoastal waters a light chop. In the Keys today, 30% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 81. Southeast winds near 15 knots. Seas 2 to 3 feet. Near shore waters a moderate chop. And for tomorrow, 20% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 82. Southeast winds near 10 knots. Seas 2 to 3 feet. Near shore waters a light chop. And in Florida Bay, Nice. Southeast to south winds near 10 knots. Bay waters a light chop, scattered showers. And tomorrow, southeast to south winds near 10 knots. Bay waters a light chop with isolated showers. Jeff, spot on forecast. I trust nobody else's weather but Jennifer mm-hmm. Gray Warren. I don't trust the local Aww. Noah feed. I don't trust anybody locally on TV. I'm sorry. Not dissing our TV folks, but Jen's forecast is always right. And I'm just, I love that. <laughs> So thank you, Jen. Always. It's good to be always right. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Thank you, Jen. And by the way, happy Valentine's Day to you. Yes. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine. I'm sure the hubby will have something special planned for you tomorrow, some special romantic dinner, unless you're planning on bringing the kids, then it's going to be just a free-for-all, you know? Well, my husband's traveling for work, so he got the, the ultimate cop-out. Oops, oh. <laughs> Boy, did he get a pass on that one, huh? Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to celebrate with the little. It'll be fun. That'll be great. Well, Jen, thanks so much. Again, happy Valentine's and have a great weekend with the kids. And we love you to death. Thanks so much, okay? Thank you. All right. Love you guys, too. Thanks. All right. So Captain Wayne Kahn's on hold. He's uh, on a, a reward fishing fleet. Okay. He does very well. I watched the post this week. They're catching some fish. And uh, Wayne, good morning to you, brother. Let's hear about it. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. So, Cap, what's been happening, man? Good fishing for you, huh? We've had great weather. Now, actually, you know, we post pictures of nice fish. We do, you know, we catch, I don't know, I maybe I just, I'm the only guy posted them maybe, but, you know, as far as what I see, you know, around the internet, not a lot of party boats post the fish we do. That Does does that mean they're not catching them? I don't know. I just think it's important that we show folks that we do catch some nice fish. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. And probably more so than most, but uh, that includes charter boats, I think. You know, we, mm-hmm. we do a lot of different kinds of fishing. That being said, right now we are in a. I'm brutally honest. It's been a real slow period for us. Okay. It's almost like no matter what I've done, right? Whether I've, you know, the days I wanted to go try even I'll, I'll fish for tilefish out in 600 feet, but then on those particular days when I've only got a few people, uh, the current's wrong. You know, there's always there's been something wrong, but uh, it, historically something's happening now that I, I think has bearing on what how the fish bite off Miami. And you know, we had a, a tremendous shrimp run, and I'm not sure if it's still going, but I know as of a few days ago it was. A lot of shrimp pouring out of the inlet. And, yeah, I'm in the party fishing boat business, but I'll tell folks right now, one of the most fun things you could do is find a seawall, grab a lantern, and grab a five-gallon bucket and a dip net and just go dip up a bunch of shrimp because they have been <laughs> yeah. pouring out of the inlet. Yeah. So keep yeah. in mind, you got millions and millions of pounds of shrimp pouring out the inlet, and we have whatever, however many fish are out there. Everything eats shrimp, man, everything. Yeah. I don't care what they are. They all yep. eat shrimp. Yep. Dolphin eat them. Uh, kings love them, and mackerel love them. All bottom fish eat them, and, and everything in between. So, 
I'm kind of more of the theory that, you know, when the fish slow down like this and coinciding with that volume of bait coming out, I just think they're not hungry. I think they're stuffing themselves, you know. That's, yeah. that's kind of what I've seen over the years. And right. I believe that's now. Hmm. Well, that's a, a pretty good theory. I figure if there's somebody shrimp, Joe, you just get well, fat on those shrimp, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, um, it, it, if the shrimp are pouring through the inlets, maybe um, – do you, I, I used to do uh, tarpon fishing just right at the inlets at night, you sure. know, uh, you know, obviously waiting for that current or whatever. And, right. uh, you know, I used to kill it, man. Like, we used to get monster tarpon right, and right there in Miami. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Tallover, right? Yeah. The inlet? Yeah. yeah. Tallover, yeah. yeah. And uh, some big snook and even some monster mangroves that we thought maybe were co- baby Kerberos. I, I still don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah. At least so there's there's a lot of in Port Everglades, a lot of cubaras in Port Everglades. Yeah, we've got divers yeah. all the time. So there's plenty of big cubaras up there, up the inlet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of what's going on. We were catching vermilion snappers, uh, yellow eye snappers. They come and go with different moon phases. Sure. Where we do really well on them, and then like right now they're scattered more there. And I'm I'm not inclined just to keep pounding one or two spots all the time. You know, you got to give them a chance to do what they do, and sure. uh, they need to have time to spawn and whatever. And then we hit them a little bit. Uh, the Kings have been a bit disappointing for us in our area lately. It could be something having to do a little bit with lack of bait. I know yesterday we fished everything. Uh, there's been tons of sharks. Almost every day we've wanted sharks, we've been able to hook, hook sharks. And uh, that's fun. Let's face it. You know, catching a big fish is fun anytime. And there's been plenty of sharks out there. But yesterday, for example, we fished like four different shark baits. Over over all day, we never got a bite, so it's strange. But you can hook a five pound mutton snapper, and, and two sharks will be fighting up on the way up. So go figure. <laughs> you can't hear the background, Wayne. Uh, we got crazy gray over here. Stephen Jay, he's rolling the Jaws theme in the background. So there you go. You mentioned we're well, they need a bigger boat. Well, well, they need a bigger boat. <laughs> somebody posted a site uh, on a, you know, it's something to do with uh, how, uh, you know, it's a it's a Facebook page that has has to do with sharks just mugging everybody. Yeah. All you see is pictures of heads. <laughs> oh, man. We got to get well, that site and show yeah. some of that, man. Yeah, I want to sure, check man. that out, check man. That baby out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There, for sure. I got a bunch of posts. The biggest one I had was probably a 60 pound amber jacket. Looked like a cleaver cut in half. I, I can't imagine. I didn't see the <laughs> oh, fish. Wow. Well, Wayne, uh, yeah, had to be you, you heading really out today fishing, or what's your game plan, bro? Are you going yeah, out? Yeah, actually, on my way out the door, I got to run to regular business. We're going to switch it up today. I'm going to go. Uh, we don't normally anchor fish in the daytime, but the night fishing's been pretty good for yellowtails. I will okay. say that, and the weather's been weather's been reasonable. You know, two foot seas, something like that. We've right. had pretty good weather here the past few weeks. We had a blow there for a while, but in general, it's been mild. And uh, you know, what well, we the service we provide, yeah, we fish and we fish hard. But truthfully, we give you a chance to get outside for next to nothing. You know, if you're a resident, you got forty bucks in your pocket, you can get on my boat. Awesome. It's been four hours. Awesome. All right, thanks, man. That's that, that's great. I've been on again on your boat many times with my sons, and I always had a great time. So thanks so much again. Uh, hopefully, fishing will turn around, and those damn shrimp will stop uh, fattening up the other species <laughs> no, out there. I know, right? They'll start biting again, man. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Captain. Every day. Okay, so, all right, gentlemen, you have a great day, and uh, we'll see you out there. Yes, see sir. Thanks so very much. Uh, big thanks to our sponsors. I haven't plugged enough uh, of our guys this morning. Thanks to Mercury Marine and their yeah. brand new motor coming out. That brand new V12. Bad to the bone. Six hundred pound, sixteen horse. Badass, okay. Selfish Boats, we love their brand, of course. They're great. Mm. Starbright Products, we can't say enough about them. They're awesome. A nationwide Battery, MyFWC.com. And Shenanigans, by the way, which is coming up next. Right here at the big show, man. Boom. 740 at 940 wins Miami Sports.
Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show with legendary fisherman Eric Brandon and extreme angler Joe Hector. Find out what's biting and how to get on the fish. Be a part of the crew. Call in to give your fishing tips. Or if you got a question, it's 866-801-0940. And watch the show live on Facebook. The Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Powered by Mercury Marine and brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Ow! Oh, it's from your time, right? Oh, oh. Yeah, it's my time, man. Yeah. See? It's like disco slash... Had those fluffy shirts in on. America! Had those crazy-ass bell-bottom pants right, on. Right, man. With the platform shoes. Yeah. I did that phase, bro. Wow. Boy, was I freaking goofy. What was it like? <laughs> it must have been amazing, right? I was so stoned, I forget what ever happened. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> stoned on life, bro, is what I'm talking about. Okay? Right. Meantime... I'm so glad to have him back on the program. This man is the magic man in the kitchen at Shenanigans, doing some phenomenal stuff for his great audience and fans, mm-hmm. and I love his food as well. Pat Utter, my friend, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. We're How's doing it going? great, Pat. So the wife is doing a marathon or something today? What's happening? Yeah, I'm down here on the boardwalk, Hollywood boardwalk. She's doing the uh, marathon on you know, 13.1 miles. I'm proud of her. It's rainy and windy down here, but she's cranking away. And I want to tell you something. Today was the first show that I was able to visualize the marriage between you and Joe with the uh, kayak, because uh, there's quite a few kayaks that like to launch off the beach. And I'm, you know, an ex-lifeguard, so I'm quite amazed how they've been fighting their way out here. And uh, it was it was kind of ironic because I listened to the whole show. And, you know, Big Bouncer is a big friend of mine. Yeah. And I was enjoying hearing the uh, 10 dozen shrimp in the aerator. And I'm noticing these guys, the way they're taking these extreme kayaks is just phenomenal. It's a nice tie-in because, like the local guys said, sword fishing has been a little slow. So what we broke out was some ceviche again. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, we we have the Valentine's Day menu. We've got some cold water clams. we got some nice... I hate to admit it, uh, Fresh Dolphin was through the roof, fourteen ninety five a pound. So wow. we uh, broke out some wild-caught salmon, and we put a honey glaze on that. Mm-hmm. But we did get some real nice bohemian conch, fresh conch, actually, oh, which is really, man. really Love unique that. to have. And Love that. We yeah. just did nice. a marinade, you know. You can do it with fish. You can do it with pretty much anything. And we did it with some yellowtail. We did it... Uh, we got some tomatoes. We got some cucumbers. We got some red onions. We had... I'm, Red peppers, some um, green peppers, and we just did a citrus marinade. It's a combination of a little bit of orange zest, which is off the side of the uh, the orange. We just kind of grate that, right. and we put that in with some lemon and lime, squeezed it in, and uh, let it marinate and do its own little cooking in small, small cut-up pieces of yellowtail. And that's my recipe for the week, guys. Nice. <laughs> you know, I got to say, this is my wife's favorite part 
of the show because she's obsessed with recipes and cooking different things and especially now with with our little Mia with our baby girl yeah, yeah. um she's like obsessed with you know making new dishes for her and not just the typical yeah. you know baby stuff you know and and healthy stuff and so she well, loves it. it. It's yeah, that's I mean, the key component. You know, before we, you know, all you needed to do was have some really good butter and some real good kosher salt and a little bit of garlic and olive oil, and you could go in the kitchen and whip stuff up. But now everybody's looking for lighter fare. Right. So we're trying to bring it to the customers. And, uh, and this show has just been a great format because I love the fishing aspect, and you guys are doing a good job. Pat, thank thanks you. so much. Hey, thanks, real Pat. quick, I want to talk about, not real quick, I want to talk about your, your Valentine's menu for those who want to take their honey out to shenanigans for that ah. day. Well, you have a couple of uh, top hit uh, romantic dishes you're throwing together? Well, I named it after my mother. I called it the Seafood Anna. I got a, you know, it's cold weather up north, so I was able to get some really nice, great top neck clams, and I mixed in some jumbo golf shrimp, oh, and I put some mussels in there. We just sauteed that up with a little olive oil little bit of garlic and splash of white wine and we put it right over top of you know, we sauteed the seafood we let the clam juice oh, oh i'm sorry i forgot to say mussels in there mussels and we <laughs> let it all open up put it over some pasta little linguine and serve it with some garlic bread that's been the mainstay and of course we always have our dolphin franchise our black and dolphin all the different stuff and then i on the menu i do have that uh that conch salad, which is really, really flying out. It's, it's, it's delicious. And you won't get your head ripped off at shenanigans. Everything's under $20. So wow, wow. it's pretty easy to come out. And the yeah. fact that it's on Sunday, you could even uh, pop by after you get a chance to watch the UFC. We've got a good UFC card at both places this Saturday night. Outstanding. Sweet. I tell you, Pat, that sounded so good, man. Would you be my Valentine? <laughs> I don't know who would lead, Eric. <laughs> oh, Pat, man. We look funny dancing together on Valentine's Oh, Day. boy. I think so, man. You're a former David Hasselhoff uh, lifeguard guy, you. But, uh, hey, I wish uh, the wife uh, good luck in her marathon this morning. Uh, thanks so much Thank for, again, guys. being a phenomenal sponsor, Pat. You're a great friend, great sponsor, and you got and some I, great restaurants, brother. Thanks so much. Thanks, Pat. Seriously. We really appreciate Same it. Same to you guys. Take care. You have a great day, man. Thank you. That's some good stuff over there. Shannon has been yeah, great. Hey, Eric, we are running a little early here. I, I, I forgot to mention you. You said KC last week, man. What what what, what happened? He got the crud, man. I'm going to say something. If that Super Bowl did not just showcase how important a good defensive tackle is with Sue, like that free agent signing. I'm even going to compare the Sue signing almost to the Brady signing for them because they dominated, dominated that game. did not show up in any way, shape, or form. They had injuries. I'm a Raiders fan. I'm a Raiders fan. I don't like the Chiefs at all, but I I will say. excuses, dude. They played like crap, okay? Yes, but they had injuries. Thank you, okay. On the O-line. Those D tackles were look, destroying look, the them. goat. The goat was the goat, bro. It yes. is what it is. Okay. You can't beat him. No, you can't. I mean, it's it's. Did no. You, did you guys see him celebrating on his boat in Tampa Bay? They were throwing the, throwing the trophy. Epic. Yeah, yeah. And he actually, I think, Tom, I think Tom had a little buzz. Oh, he was drunk. He had a little buzz going. Uh, I'd be. Hey, listen, we got some time here, Joe. Before we go this morning, you got some yeah. stuff coming up uh, with your kayak series. Let's talk about what's yeah. happening, bro. Yeah, so we got the exotic bass roundup, and that's taking, and we're really excited about it. That's our very first 
Freshwater tournament, yep. for all of you that don't know. Right. Um, we've been doing saltwater tournaments for over 10 years. Now we're, we're dipping our hands into this. And it's an exotic-only type tournament right. uh, to catch and release. Uh, but we still have the show. So it, even though we're catching these these fish, we've right. got a big 1,000-gallon live well. Okay. Think of like the Bassmaster Classic-esque sure. type tournament yeah. where they still get to hold up the fish on stage. Uh, but it's all peacocks. It's all exotic. Uh, fish. Sweet. We got the Nautical Ventures uh, $500 Clown Knife Fish Division, I like that. which will be like a first of its kind. That's we got great. a beautiful Clown Knife Fish trophy. Outstanding. It's a mount of a Clown Knife Fish. Okay. And uh, first place is $2,000 from Nautical Ventures. Ooh, like yeah, that. man. Like so that. second place is, is 1000 bucks from yeah. Yak Gear, and uh, it goes all the way down. So we got lots of places, lots of different divisions, a Snakehead Calcutta. That's happening when again? That is happening uh, April 10th. April the 10th. Yes, at Lake in, Ida Park. In stone. Yes. Ain't and changing. Exactly. Okay. We're on. Okay. And you can go to ExtremeKayakFishing.com right. to check that out. Or you can find us on Instagram, at ExtremeKayakFishing, one word. Okay. Or you can hashtag ExtremeKayakFishing or yeah. Exotic Bass Roundup on Instagram now. So we have uh, that new hashtag, the Exotic Bass one. Uh, or you can go to my personal, Joe.Hector.Kayak. On Instagram yeah. or on Facebook, you could find us Extreme Kayak Fishing Inc. or Joe Hector. What's pretty cool is Joe actually is so tight with uh, Mr. Ta- Elon Tao, whatever his name is from uh, Tesla, whatever. Yes. Okay. Musk. Uh, Musk. I'm rather sorry. Don't you have your own satellite now? Correct. <laughs> we. Uh... <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I think SpaceX just launched your own Joe Hector satellite, right. man. Okay. Well, yeah, we're good buds. You That's know, we've great, been dude. working together for a while. We have a we have a meeting in Mars coming up next year. We're excited for that. Right, right near Uranus. Yeah, right, right near Uranus. Yes. Of course. Thank you very much. Correct. And again, uh, we've got a nautical ventures fishing tournament you're working on putting together for us. Yes. That's coming up. Yes. In, uh, and uh, yeah. Which so we're we're working on that, and we got the Summer Slam. Summer Slam as uh, well. coming up June 19th, guys. So yeah. get ready for that. You're we're excited. I think man. for that one, yeah. and this is why we're really excited, yeah. I think we're back on to having a stage again, Good. having the event part back yes. Good, to yes. the SummerSlam, which is, which is really what makes that tournament special. So. There's nothing worse than having some eye candy babies in bikinis. Handing out checks and trophies, no, baby. No, that part's cool, but having a mask over their face. We just can't get their entire beauty, man. I just don't like it. Yeah, I okay? know. I know. I mean, show the goods, dude. Right. Let's do it. Right? I agree. All right, so big thanks to Eric back in the studio feeling for Ricardo. Thank you, Eric, very much. Stephen J. Gray, you are an amazing genius, brother. Thanks, yeah. man. Besides being half crazy, you are really good at what you do, bro. I'll you guys rock. Thank you very much. <laughs> and Joe Hector, my brother. Thank you so oh, much man. for a great show, man. Hey, no, it's always and, awesome. And, it's also fun. And props to Chelsea. Yes. Uh, on the oh show this morning, Hagen, she was amazing. Yeah. Definitely. And Danny Ramos, that was a great segment as yeah. well. So we had a, just a banger show, man. All right? Yeah. No, it was awesome. You guys have a great day. Jeff DeForest, Paul Pauly, man, Dave Gurgles, Jurgly, Riley Park Trivia Challenge. Fun stuff to win. Have a great weekend. Keep it right here, baby. 940 wins. Miami Sports. Boom.